You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Bring along the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies to add a sprinkle of joy to your workday. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. And what we're hearing, by the way, from employers is that these are the skills that they need most. We read all the time that, well, employers want tech skills, right? Tech skills are great, highly valuable. But the skills they want and are having trouble finding are the skills of in-person relationship. Thanks for joining us on The Road to Somewhere, where we talk about exploration, adventure, major life change, and transformation. It's about not necessarily knowing where we're going, but having faith that the journey will be worthwhile. I'm Lisa Oz. I'm Jill Herzig. And Lisa, one of the things I've always admired about you is that you are not only whip smart, but you are an enthusiastic, constantly curious learner. I feel like you're always on that learning curve. You're const- You're very comfortable there. Well, I have a lot to learn. That's why. Because <laughs> yeah, I have you... not figured it out yet. Yeah, but you're very fearless about it. Yeah, well, I, I, well, thank you. I will, I will take that as a compliment. I like to learn. You, on the other hand, impress me because you're actually really amazing at taking what you've learned and putting into practice. It's true, but like the, I would say the last three years of my life have since I transitioned out of a magazine career where I felt like I kind of knew what I was doing. And it's it's just all been about trying to reapply that knowledge and also get more comfortable in the learning, well, 
It's what our guest calls the learning zone. Ah, the <laughs> learning zone. Yes, our guest is a master at the learning zone. He's a business journalist and broadcaster. He's um, heard daily on CBS Radio Network, and you guys will hear that beautiful mellifluous voice <laughs> in just a second. He's the best-selling author of Humans Are Underrated and Talent Is Overrated, and he's the senior editor at large at Fortune Magazine. And his name is Jeff Colvin. Jeff, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for. <clears throat> <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, thank you. There thank are the mellifluous tones now. <laughs> so, all right. So uh, one of the things that we were talking about um, after reading your book is this learning curve which, to which yeah. Jill was alluding. Um, can you unpack that for us? Yeah, a- absolutely. And, and it's a great way to start because it's a really important concept. The whole idea of the book is that people can get better at anything, And that, in fact, all of the great performers of this world, the people who seem superhuman to us, whether it's a great opera singer or a basketball player or a violinist or an executive, they seem beyond normal. They probably weren't. They probably did it the same way everybody else gets great, which is by this process that the researchers call deliberate practice. And what that means is constantly being pushed just beyond your abilities. That doesn't mean way beyond your current abilities because then you are lost. You're, you're, you can't do anything. At the same time, you're not allowed to remain and do whatever you do within your current abilities because then you don't grow. The key is pushing you, yourself, or being pushed just beyond what you can do now. And one way to think of it, one uh, way to envision it is three concentric circles. The inner circle is the comfort zone. That's doing what you already know. The outer circle is the panic zone. Oh, yes, I've spent time there. Yeah, (laughs) we all have doing one thing or another, right? That's where you're being pushed so far beyond what you can do that you have no idea of how you should approach and you panic. It's the middle zone that's the learning zone where you're pushed just beyond, and that's how you get better. As you get better, of course, the learning zone moves, right? Because then you have to be pushed to do something new that is just beyond what you're able to do. But the world's great performers, no matter what they do, have basically done that process. They've followed that path typically every day for years or decades. That's what makes a world-class great performer. Okay, well, I am not a world-class great performer at anything. However, um, let me let me tell you how I struggled through something yeah. that felt hugely challenging for me. So when I was the editor-in-chief of a magazine, one of the nice things that came with it was a lot of support staff. There were a lot of people there most of them way younger than me, who were there to maximize my productivity by solving little problems that were in my way. Many of them were technological. So I was perfectly functional on email and a few other, you know, basic tech platforms. But, you know, no, I was no no great shakes. And they would just figure it out for me or, or find workarounds for me because the most important thing was that I got a lot of work done. Right. And they didn't want me struggling with a Google Doc. They just wanted to 
get that thing out of my way. So then I'm cut loose from the magazine industry, and I'm faced with my laptop at home every day, and it was just nothing but challenge. Moreover, I think we all know that with tech challenges, like forgetting your password or, I mean, so many expletives deleted (laughs) when I talk about this stuff, we all get really frustrated with ourselves. So I put myself to the task of just figuring it out. Right. One of the things, by the way, I discovered along the way, and it was quite a light bulb moment for me, is that all those times my assistant just seemed to, within 10 minutes, know the answer to some tech thing. You know what she was doing? She was Googling it. Right. She was just saying, <laughs> what do I do when right. Google Docs, you know, won't do X or Y? Right. Literally in plain language. So anyway, that was kind of a revelation to me because I realized that even she, who seemed supernaturally talented, was just comfortable right. figuring things out. So, Jeff, how have you personally used all of this research and information that you put together for Talent is, is Overrated? What have you, how has it changed how you pursue things you're interested in or your goals or your work? Uh, in a few ways. Uh, one, which may be surprising, is that even though I've been writing for a living for most of my life, I really started thinking differently about writing. In other words, I thought about specific elements of what I do and how to get better at them. In other words, I started thinking about, uh, let's and some of this was very detailed because that's what happens after you've been doing something for a long time. So, for example, uh, you know, the very first words of an article, you know, not just the outline, but the very first words on the page, what are they? Uh, you know, do they grab the reader or do they mm-hmm. begin to convey from the very first what you want to do? And once you think about that, you, you know, you start to get better at it. Yeah. Um, the way I quote people, uh, just and it's very uh, detailed and kind of workmanlike, but exactly how you place the quotes and break them up. I started thinking about that. And there's a million things like that. Oh, my, my gosh. Your editors must love you. As well, an editor, basically what you're saying is you started to edit yourself and well, make sure that you handed in work yeah. that uh, was continually that's evolving. Right. And, and, and since we're both in the magazine business, uh, it's worth noting that I spent 15 years at Fortune as an editor. Mm. So I do come with a different mindset and a different pair of eyes uh, than most other writers do. But even at that, I started thinking differently about all these little elements. At the same time, uh, another part of my life, I realized, you know what? Golf, I'm just never going to be too good. (laughs) It's just, I'm not, I, I could if I wanted to spend the hours. You know, I know the steps. But when I look at my life as a whole and where I want to spend my time, it's not on that, okay? So I, I, it was wonderful. Liberated it, from it golf. Was, I was liberated. <laughs> I still play from time to time, but I realized, okay, I'm as good as I'm going to be, and, you know, it's a great experience. You're out in a beautiful place, usually on a beautiful day, and, you know, it's fun, so don't beat yourself up for being no better than you are. It's okay. That was a great thing. What? I spent so much time, though, in the panic zone. Right. How could I have handled that better? How could I have gotten out of the panic zone faster? Right. right. It's such a common situation. And there are a few thoughts 
on that. One, in an awful lot of cases, it does help a lot to have a teacher or guide or mentor of some kind who's been through all this because they know what the next little step is for you, right? They can tell you exactly what to work on next because, well, for two reasons. One, they've seen it all, so they know what the right progression is. And two, they're not you. In other words, we all need somebody to observe us and tell us honestly where we stand because most of the time we're not really qualified to do it for ourselves. I mean, we can never see ourselves the way somebody else sees us, and we don't have the knowledge that that other person does. And so, you know, there's a reason. So I ought to have hired a tech tutor. Well, or just to found a friend or somebody yeah, who to knew. To spend good time. You with know, me. I mean, you know, a lot of us uh, already kind of have that tech tutor, namely our kids, <laughs> right? Because they know. Um, but other, there are plenty of other options. You know, you can find somebody who knows a little more about whatever it is you're working on. And, you know, it does actually take instruction. I mean, you know, to use Excel, it's it's not going to come to you intuitively. Nope. But, but getting someone who can help tell you where you need to push for the next uh, thing makes a huge difference. Yeah, I should have gotten some help. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, we're going to actually get some help <laughs> in the areas we need it most. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp-to-hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. 
warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Before the break, we were chatting about learning curves and how to become great at something. Um, and I just wanted to transition a little bit because we, we all put time in at work, right? Whether or not we become phenomenal at our jobs is debatable. But I think a lot, of, is it my, I'm postulating that we can use the same techniques that we would, if we want to be great at something, often the things that we value most, our families, our personal life, our personal growth, are things we don't give the attention to. We're putting the hours in at work, maybe, but we all there's something more important than our jobs for most of us. Can those same techniques of deliberate practice be applied to our personal lives? They absolutely can. And I, I, I think I could guarantee you that everybody who is listening to what you just said is nodding their head because we've all lived that, right? We've all experienced that. So can it be applied to our personal lives? Yes, it absolutely can. Uh, the steps remain the same. But the question on the personal side, which actually makes it much more difficult than on the work side, is that it's, it's all about relationships and emotion and things that are frankly harder for us to think about and assess realistically for ourselves. It's what we were talking about earlier, yeah, you know, you need someone else to look at you and tell you. Uh, and, you know, you can do that if, you know, if your relationship with various family members is such that you can have that talk and say, look, I really want to know what should I be working on? What would you like to see? You know, what could I do better? If you can have that talk, then you've got your, your diagram, as it were. You've got your pathway for what you've got to work on. And then it's the same thing. What's it, the first step? And is it the same for, let's say, it's not relationships you want to work on, but a personal passion? Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So just staying outside of your comfort zone. Outside Learning of your comfort zone. Absolutely. Always pushing. And, and what people find is when they do that, each step is a little more detailed. They make finer and finer distinctions about whatever they're doing. So they start out with broad goals, you know, just I want to get better at such and such. But after that, each one becomes a little finer because you're becoming better, more knowledgeable. You understand more about what you're doing. And so your goals become more precise. Then you know better what you should do to reach them. In other, what I'm telling you is the process gets better. It gets more powerful with every step you take. 
And and what do you do at the beginning when you're just really suck at something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Throw in uh, the towel. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the temptation, right? And, and frankly, I mean, that really is it. And it's a great question because when you start, I mean, is there like most things? Is is there no message in there? You just don't belong in the space. Well, here's the real question on that. I think. Do you have the passion? to keep pushing yourself down that road for as long as it takes to be really good. And maybe you don't, and that's okay, as long as you see it, acknowledge it, and accept it. But it's very difficult to tell somebody at the beginning, you're just lousy at this, forget it, go do something else, because it's just not the case. I mean, the only exceptions would be in sports you know, there are certain physical attributes that can pretty much disqualify you, right? Uh, if you're a guy and you're five feet two and you want to be an interior lineman in the NFL, <laughs> someone should tell you it doesn't matter how much you practice, right? If you're seven feet tall and you want to be a gymnast, that's not going to work either. Mm-hmm. Just stop. <laughs> but aside from that, really, um, there aren't any limits that are inherent and observable going in. How important in this process of continually learning and achieving is the concept of rest? Because I know like when I am skiing, if I'm in full panic mode, I don't learn anything. (laughs) But then sometimes, even though I'm pushing myself, pushing myself, it's when I can stop doing things that are outside my comfort zone and then just enjoy a couple of slopes without thinking about it, that I actually see what I've learned sit in my body. Yeah. Is that, is rest a big Uh, part of the learning process? it, It is. What you've said is very insightful and the research supports it absolutely. Stopping and reflecting on what you've done is crucially important. And uh, I, I, I wrote about that in the book. And later, the guy who for years was the teacher and coach of Tiger Woods said, that's exactly what he does. Um, and he, he was kind enough to mention the book in his book. But he said, look, that's what, what I was describing. That's what Tiger Woods would do. He'd hit a few balls on the driving range there in the practice range. And then he'd just stop, and he'd just look out, out where he hit them and say nothing. And the teacher eventually asked him what he was doing. He said, I'm just thinking about what I did. That is crucially important. And running yourself hours and hours a day it becomes completely useless after a f- relatively short amount of time. Um, a violinist once asked one of the all-time great violin teachers, how many hours a day should I practice? And he said, it depends. But if you're focused, an hour and a half a day is fine. Really? That's all you need if you're intensely focused on what you're doing. So how do you develop focus? How do you, how do you, how do you channel that? Uh, it, it is something that develops In other words, when you start out at anything that you're trying to learn, you probably can't focus for an hour and a half, let alone anything more than that. And what happens is you focus for as long as you can, and it may be 15 minutes. But as time goes on, you will get better and better. It it really does build, and you shouldn't be discouraged if initially 
You can't focus on this for very long. But this is one of the things that distinguishes the great performers from the average performers. There was an interesting experiment where they looked at people who were taking a singing lesson. Uh, when they looked at people who just sang as a hobby, you know, just sang for fun, they thought of the singing lesson as fun, you know, and it was a kind of a, an occasion and a kind of a release and you get to talk to the teacher and stuff like that. Then they asked professional singers how they felt about a singing lesson. To them, it was an exhausting ordeal, but they knew they had to do it. But they were so intensely focused on what they were doing that it was draining to them. That's what separates the great performers from the average ones. But, but the great ones started out average. That's what's important to remember. Most of us and our, most of our listeners are not going to be it's Tiger Woods or, right. you know, a right. violin virtuoso. We just want to be better at the right. things we do. Is there a way to— And not afraid to try. And not, not afraid. afraid to try. Is there? Yeah, and we don't want to just do one thing. I don't want to just play violin and not do anything else well, you know, like not even be able to make a sandwich. Right. So is there a way to, to modify this deliberate practice so that you can spread it out to more areas of your life and not be so narrow in its discipline? Well, yes, it's a decision that everyone has to make. And this is really, really important. Uh, because once you read about how Tiger Woods became as great as he is or any other great performer, what you realize is, okay, it's a pathway. And the great news is it's available to everybody. It's available to you and me. Okay, It's available. You can do it too. But then you have to decide how far down that road do I want to go? Because the world's greatest performers have done what you were talking about. They have focused so totally and intensely on that one thing that there's sometimes not much else in their life, right? Uh, and you don't have to do that. You know, you can decide, I don't want that. I, I, I'm not going to be one of the all-time greats, but I'm going to be good. I'm going to be better than I am. There's an, an incredible... Uh, story in the research about these three daughters of a Hungarian couple some years ago who were raised to be chess players. They were from from childhood, yeah, from infancy. It in it's, it's in the book. They were raised to be great chess players, and one of them became one of the world's all-time great chess players. But another one, and they all became great. But one of them, at the age of twenty-two or so, just gave it all up. And she was asked, well, how come? And she said, I wanted a life. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with saying, I want a life. So I'll use these uh, deliberate practice principles to get better at what's important to me. But I'm not going to devote myself utterly to any one of them and give up the rest of my life. You know, I'll be good and it'll be great to, you know, be better than I am. It's a decision, though, a decision that we all have to make. Well, when we come back, I want to talk about how be, just being human is great. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut— 
Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Before the break, we were chatting um, with Jeff Colvin about just how, how we excel. Um, maybe in a specific career or just in life in general. You point out that there, there are qualities in just the fact that we are human that make us irreplaceable by machines. Because I know a lot of people are concerned about the new AI taking over and humans becoming irrelevant. Why, why will we never be irrelevant? We will never be irrelevant as long as there is not an indistinguishable humanoid robot. And Hollywood loves this concept, of course. Uh, there was a TV series called Humans that included these indistinguishable humanoid robots. You couldn't tell if they were real people or not. Uh, if that ever happens, I don't know, but if we're a long, long way from that. Until that happens, however... People will not be replaced because ultimately we are hardwired. It is in our brains to want and to value in-person, face-to-face interaction with other humans. There is nothing like it. 
we are hardwired that way in more ways than we know, or most of us know. For example, when people are in person, interacting face-to-face, like we are right now, right, the pupils of our eyes dilate and constrict in sympathy with each other. Neither one of us is consciously aware that it's happening, but it's happening, and it is creating trust. The researchers have shown this. It builds trust. We do other things that happen only in person, face-to-face. Our brains literally synchronize. They've wired people up to measure brain activity, you know, what parts of the brain light up. When two people are looking at each other, having a conversation, the brains literally synchronize. The same parts of the two brains light up at the same time. If they have the same conversation, but back-to-back, the synchronization disappears. What if you do it over, like, FaceTime or Zoom or something? The trouble with FaceTime and Zoom is that you're not looking straight into their eyes. You're looking at the monitor, which is usually a little below or above the camera. So you aren't making absolute direct eye-to-eye contact, and so it doesn't happen. Now, the day may come when the technology gets to the point where we can do that, and that'll be great, but it's still real humans, right, face-to-face. We love this, okay? It it makes us happy, and no technology is going to—it doesn't matter what technology does. That's built into us. It's baked in the cake. And we're going to be that way. And what we're hearing, by the way, from employers is that these are the skills that they need most. We read all the time that, well, employers want tech skills, right? Tech skills are great, highly valuable. But the skills they want and are having trouble finding are the skills of in-person relationship. And in fact, a lot of younger people today are not so good at those skills. But this is what really builds trust, and that'll never be replaced. So how can you get better? Uh, (laughs) One way you can get better, although this is uh, a remedy that's probably a little much for most people, put away the screens. Okay, there there was some really interesting research where they took a bunch of 12-year-olds and took them out of school for a week took them up to the San Bernardino Mountains outside Los Angeles. Beautiful, beautiful place. And they spent a week uh, going on hikes, having picnics, fishing, playing games. In other words, pure being hell. kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but not for them. Yeah, well, what they we used to define as being a what kid. We, that's right, because they had no screens. That was all taken away from them. For a week, no screens. Now, they used a uh, standard psychological scale of empathy to measure them before they went on their week away and again after on their week away. Their empathy was significantly higher after just one week without screens. Researchers have been measuring using these same scales the empathy of college students for decades. It peaked around 2000. It's been declining pretty steadily since 2000. What was happening in 2000? Well, all you can think of is that that's when people started to really spend more time looking into... So we were getting more and more and more empathetic because we were evolving 
uh, the forces of evolution were uh, taking us in that direction. It seems so. And, and then, then technology and screen life yeah. started to sap that energy. Yeah. So, that you know, it's kind of a long way of answering your question, how do we get better? Well, one way, and, and I recommend this highly, always communicate at the highest, richest possible level. In other words, we all create the, we all make the sin of emailing somebody who's two doors down the hall, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and we see kids today sitting at a table texting, and they're texting each other, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, increasingly, people in my office, everyone brings a laptop into a meeting. Right. And some of that is so that you can look at their ship. People right. are sharing screens, and you want to be able to see it, and right. it's harder, to, easier to see it on your laptop, whatever. But what we all know is that for a certain percentage of the time that depends on the person, they're not looking <laughs> they're at the not. shared screen at right. all. You know, they're right. answering emails and they're doing something else. Right. And so there are increasingly places that have rules where, you know, you just yeah. can't do that. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it, it really is something that has to be worked on in today's Environment, And we're not going to give up the technology, right? We're not going to give up our phones. They're great. You know, they're wonderful things. But we need to communicate in person, face-to-face, whenever we can. If we can't, well, then, a, you know, a video chat is better. Can't do that, a phone call. If you can't do that, email. If you can't do that, texting, which is the least rich form of communication. One of the ways we communicate as people that you say is essential and machines can't quite do it yet, is storytelling. Yes. Why is storytelling so important? Again, it's because our brains really are wired to respond to stories. And the research on this is fascinating and there's lots of it. But you don't need the research. Just think about yourself. Whenever we hear facts, we immediately, without trying or even knowing it, we immediately start to... put them into the form of a story. In other words, we don't think in the tables of data. We think in stories. We learn things from stories. Uh, we will arrange random facts into a story, even if there isn't a story there. If we want to know whether uh, we should do something, invest in a certain way, uh do any, you know, uh, buy a house in a certain place, whatever. There's a lot of data available, and you can get data on all of these hard decisions in your life. But if you have a friend who had an experience with what you're talking about and they tell you the story, right, we're nodding because we all know that will overwhelm all the data. If you want people to remember something— If you want to change people's minds, if you want to inspire people to action, tell them a story. Great advice. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing with us today. It's been my pleasure. Thank you for having me. And everyone, find his articles at fortune.com and more on Jeff Colvin's work at jeffcolvin.com. You can also connect with him on Twitter at Jeff Colvin. The Road to Somewhere is recorded in New York City. Make sure you share, subscribe, rate, and review us. And let us hear from you. Where are you on your journey? Connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at Pod to Somewhere. 
email us at roadtosomewhere at iheartmedia.com. Special thanks to our producer, Alicia Haywood. Thanks for joining us on The Road to Somewhere, available on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules of day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters.